And now for a wrap-up of all the sporting action from the long weekend uh, with our resident Pacific uh, breakfast sports guru, Ray Razor T. Atelier. Uh, good morning, Razor. And, uh, wow, shall we begin with that uh, shellacking from the weekend? Oh, my life. Yeah, good morning, Brian. Let's start with that game, shall we? The famous words, the shellacking, another one here. Uh, the All Blacks just giving the Wallabies a pounding on the weekend. This was the third Bledisloe game for the year and also doubled as the first game of the revamped Tri-Nation series uh, between Australia and Argentina. Um, well, the Wallabies, uh, didn't they do a lot of talking during the week? They certainly uh, talked the talk in the lead-up to the match, in particular winger Filippo Dangunu and Locke Matt Phillips. Uh, they were threatening to... And Caleb Clark, if he got his hands on the ball, saying they were going to smash him. Well, you know, they took the talk, but um, the, most of the walking they did was towards the goalpost to congregate after each try the All Blacks scored. Um, so it was definitely a comprehensive performance by the All Blacks and one that um, certainly gave Ian Foster a lot of confidence. There were some question marks already after just his first game, the, uh, the draw in Wellington. But there can be no denying now that um, he looks to be comfortable sitting in that all-black coach's seat. Uh, great performance by the men in black over in Australia. Richie Moonga in particular. Wow, he, this is perhaps his best game for the all-blacks. And it's, uh, the example of Richie Moonga is a good... It shows exactly the, the contrast between the two teams. Uh, Richie Moonga and Australian first five, Noah Lolesil, the youngster, playing his debut game. You know, the Rich, Richie Moonga, he's, uh, he's been brought along slowly by the All Blacks. He's been in the All Blacks environment for uh, three years now, I believe. You know, they haven't um, haven't tried to rush him too soon. They've just let him find his feet in that All Blacks team. And I guess that game on Saturday was um, a turning point, I guess, or a breaking out game for Richie Moonga. Um, and shows the result or the, um, you know, what happens when you just bring a guy along slowly on the international scene as opposed to the Wallabies throwing uh, the youngster in against the Wolves, you have to say, uh, young Noel Olesio, no denying the talent of the young boy, but too much of an ask for uh, a youngster, uh, not 20 years old, to um, take the reins against an All Blacks side. Um, and you, so you saw that Wallabies weighed, uh, the All Blacks way too good. 43-5 against Australia and, um, well, there's a lot of work to be done in Australian camp to to try and uh, work their way back after that. Mm, great start to the tenure of uh, uh, Mr Foster, but, uh, you know, we're always looking forward to that three-, four-year period ahead uh, for the World Cup, mm. which is, you know, but, hey, it's a good start nonetheless. Uh, might attend the Cup action uh, over the weekend? Oh, my life. Yeah, that's right, Brian. Just a uh, couple of talking points after round eight. So that means we've got two rounds left and then the finals. And uh, with two rounds remaining, would you believe it? Canterbury, perennial favourites, perennial contenders, they're in danger of being relegated to the second-tier championship division with just two wins from eight. Um, their last two games are against the competition favourites, Tasman. And then the week after that, they play the tabletop in Auckland so they've got their work cut out for them to stay in the race for the to stay in the first division uh, so that's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks and uh, lastly for the Mitre 10 Cup Brian I want to focus the spotlight on a, a you know all black young gun Caleb Clark he's been garnering all the attention of late 
and deservedly so, but it's the uh, it's the feats of another uber talented Auckland left winger in the Mitre 10 Cup that's been that's got everyone talking. I'm talking about uh, Fijian Samoan youngster Saalesi Rayasi for Auckland. Now he's the talk of the town at the moment on the back of some brilliant form for uh, the tabletop in Auckland at the moment. Um, against Waikato on the weekend, he scored three tries. Uh, he set up another try and he saved a couple of some great defence. Now it's um, just a, just it's a measure of the amazing talent that we have here in New Zealand that we have a player such as Saalesi Rayasi running around in our provincial competition. Uh, not only that, and not only him, but, um, you know, we've got some other talented players who are international worthy, and uh, some players I'm sure Australia would love to call on um, if they had the chance. So, so let's see, Rayasi, he's uh, raised his MVP this week. Very good. Yes, and uh, continuing that uh, great legacy of uh, Fijian players with uh, so much flair, so much natural talent, it's uh, it's embarrassing. Now let's uh, turn to some legal state of O one, and uh, well, yeah, coming up and a little bit of oh, uh, sledging <laughs> as you do in the lead up to uh, you know such a monumentous occasion in the rugby league calendar. Yeah, that's right, Brian. Uh, so I was a little bit late on the air this morning. I was trying to find my uh, mighty New South Wales Blues jumper to wear uh, live this morning, but I couldn't find it. Anyway, the revamped State of Origin competition kicks off this week on Wednesday. State against state, mate against mate, as they say. And uh, a trick for rugby league fans this year is we don't have to wait uh, every three weeks for the next game. We're, we're going to be treated to back-to-back Games uh, starting this Wednesday. What a treat for rugby league fans. Now the Blues, they are on the verge of a three-peat, having won last year and in 2018. Um, Now, since the Big Four have retired from State of Origin, I'm talking about uh, Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk, uh, Billy Slater and Cameron Smith, um, it seems that the Queensland stranglehold on the State of Origin series has definitely been released and the Blues are on the verge of their own dynasty. Uh, all the signs point to the Blues dominating this this series and also for the next few years. But hey, State of Origin, you can never, ever write off Queensland. They have a knack for bringing in unheard of, untried, untested players uh, but still being able to um, upset the Blues. Now, I'm not picking that's going to happen this year, but you never know. And, um, hey, just make sure you keep those remote controls away from the TV, whichever team you support, because this, uh, notoriously around State of Origin time, is when people buy new TVs after getting angry and checking the remote control at them. So uh, keep it civil, guys, whichever team you support at home. And just one more thing, another indication of the growing Pacific Island influence in the NRL is the fact that there, this year there are 13 players of Pacific Island origin across both sports, which is Sorry. an amazing. Um, two years ago, there were only four. This year, there are 13 players of Pacific Island origin across both squads. So, uh, wow, that's, that's, that's great to see. That is incredible, and uh, you know, with the uh, if it is a, a three-peat, it'll still take a, a, a ways to emulate uh, Queensland's uh, three times three three-peat. You guys is, is took it? a lot of rubbish in this show. Go <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> <Tell> the Blues! <laughs>
the only time I go blues is when it comes to this game and the rest of it, Crusaders. But anyway. Good man. Good man. Oh, that's us, mate. Okay. And uh, finally, this woman, uh, this woman, this morning, Women's Internationals at Mount Smart on Saturday. Whoa. Yeah, that's right, guys. Um, look, you know, I, I strongly urge all our um, sports fans out there and even our just our, our people to get out there and support our women's rugby league, rugby league teams. We've got international bonanza at Mount Smart this week. Kiwi Ferns against uh, our Fetul Samoa women's rugby league team, 4pm at Mount Smart this Saturday. And uh, what a bonus the curtain raises to the game is the New Wayne women's team against the Tongan women's team at 2 o'clock. So come on, guys. We've been starved of live uh, sports this year. So make sure you get out to Mount Smart on Saturday and support our women's rugby league teams. Um, rugby league star more New Zealand. Um, boss Jeff uh, Muliangan brown he's been working very, very hard behind the scenes with uh, New Zealand rugby league and also New Wayne and Tongan. Uh, rugby league to set up this day for our women's rugby league. So make sure we get out there and support local women's rugby league. Well, international women's rugby league. Um, sorry. Well done. And hopefully for the losers, it won't be special haircuts. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, why are we laughing? Stop it. it. Stop. Okay. <laughs> <All> the... <laughs> Okay, sorry. Well, uh, as always, a very big thank you uh, to our resident uh, sports guru for Pacific Breakfast, Ray Razor T. Today, I appreciate your time as always, uh, brother. Have a great week, and we'll catch up next week. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Go the Blues. Go go. Oh, okay.